0: Capital EA's After Five podcast program. I'm really thrilled to introduce Harry Burgess with us tonight, and he's from the Department of Finance. He's going to give us a little rundown on his background and why he decided to become an executive assistant. And without further ado, I welcome Harry.
1: Thank you, Ursula.
0: Give us a little background on why you decided to become an EA? And what, where did you start in your
1: life? So to give you a bit of a rundown of my career, uh, I started working in the public service as a, a finance career starter in 2017. This was primarily used so I could work at Department of Prime Minister and Cabinet as a recruitment consultant, but I would still do training uh, at Department of Finance. And so yeah. that sort of meant that I was shuffling like in between agencies a little bit. And then I finally joined finance in uh, uh, 2018, working as a security advisor. And then in early 2019, I decided I wanted to become an EA. Mm -hmm. The main sort of influence for that, though, was um, my mum's been a heavy sort of influence on my career Mm -hmm. from the start. Um, Like she helped me uh, with my application into the career starter program when I didn't know really how to write or how to sort of express myself when it came to Like professional skills and and opportunities that I wanted in the future. So, mum was sort of a Guiding tool for me on that.
0: We'll tell our audience at that point what age you are, so that um, the... <laughs>
1: yeah. So in in 2017, when I uh, was a career start, I was actually 18. Yeah. So now I'm 21. Yeah, um, and still going strong.
0: <laughs> yeah, You've no downhill it. slope yet. <laughs> really good.
1: <laughs> yeah, and when uh, when I wanted to become an EA, my mum was very supportive of me trying to sort of break the mould when it came to being in an EA in itself. Right. Given that there are not very many male Males. EAs in yes. Department of Finance or, gen- or General. She was very happy for me to take that on and use my skills to uh, adapt to that new opportunity. And in 2019, I became uh, an EA myself and now I'm still an EA. Yeah. And I'm enjoying it. Thoroughly enjoying it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit about, you know, the, I suppose... You had some experience in working in general. Was there anything in particular that you took from those roles? So I know that you'd worked in a recruitment company for some time. Was there any things that you felt that were transitional or you could use into this role that you've moved in from?
1: I kind of of noticed while I was working at PM&C doing recruitment that I was – able to sort of take on the advice that my colleagues were giving to clients to sort of improve and like the, f- the feedback that we were giving yeah. our clients who had applied for jobs and that sort of thing. Yeah. And when uh, obviously my job was to give recruitment advice to uh, like clientele inside the department, I would obviously get feedback on on my communication and, and that yeah. sort of thing. How to grow as a, as a public servant and, and an employee of the department. So I guess it sort of just stemmed from that and mm-hmm. I was able to use those skills to sort of go up the chain yeah, and further my career anyway, so yeah, yeah. it seemed to work. You yeah. pick up a few good hints. Yeah, exactly. And i, I, I worked with so many different people um, mm. within payment C as well. There were so many different shuffles and, like, restructures and that sort of thing, so there didn't seem to be at all, like, six, seven months where I was working with the same team, it, it would be shuffled around quite a bit. Oh,
0: okay, so that gave you even more experience yeah. with dealing with
1: different people and, yeah.
0: you know, doing different things. And so the area that you're in now in finance is called what?
1: It's called uh, Ministerial and Parliamentary Services or MAPS.
0: MAPS, okay. Yeah. And how many in that team?
1: It's a, it's a big division. So there's, I think there's around 150, 160 people. Okay. all headed up by the one first assistant secretary.
0: Right, okay. And you work for one director? I work for one of the assistant secretaries. Assistant secretaries, okay, yeah. great. And so when the work itself, ministerial and parliamentary services, what kind of work do you have to do for that? You know, what's your association and liaison with parliamentarians? You
1: know, how does that come into play? So my kind of work in itself, uh, I, I support uh, my AS in 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 like dealing with her day-to-day operations. Mm. I also uh, I have regular contact with staffers from parliamentarians' offices and that sort of thing. Yeah. Whenever my AS has to take a call from them or give them a call back mm. or um, the parliamentarians' uh, staffer wants information or the staffer just needs something, then we're always there to sort of help them. Okay. Um, not necessarily just me, but when they need just me, I'll obviously yeah, help yes. them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so our, our division has very, very regular contact with um, senators, members and staffers. Right. Um, and then my, my capacity in, in that sense is to just pretty much take the calls that I get as well. Yeah. And a lot of the time that is a staffer, but it's very rarely ever a parliamentarian or a senator.
0: Right, okay. Yeah. And the things you do there are look after... Pays, remuneration. Yes, so it? the
1: division looks after the paying conditions for MOP staffers, which is the Member of Parliament Act staff members. Right. Or Member of Parliament Staff
0: yes. Act
1: members. And we look at, uh, so we're, it, we're basically an HR department for, for right. MOP staff members. Right. Um, and then we also look at providing advice and support for parliamentarians and their staff around their entitlements, what they can spend money on, what they can't. Um, okay. And what they can actually do with uh, how they run their electorate and that sort of thing. Okay. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. In another space, uh, the division looks after the Comcast service that we provide. Okay. Which is basically a service where we uh, drive parliamentarians uh, to their destinations, like, say, the Prime Minister needs to get from the airport to Parliament House. Yeah. The CONCAR will drive you. Right. So that's all done in your area, the yeah. you know, the coordination of it. Yes. Okay. I don't I don't have a handle in the CONCAR no. side yeah. of things or yeah. the fan conditions side yeah. of things. That's a part um, of the division. Yeah. 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 Okay. And my AS looks after that advice and support area. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And there's one more area that looks after just the transformation of not just the division but parliamentarians and staff members Work mm. sort of environment as a whole. Mm. Um, so where uh, that team is looking at sort of modernising that sort of sector mm-hmm. and and uh, educating parliamentarians and staff on on their different on what they can and can't do. That's mm. oh, fascinating, and I think we will transforming that space. Sorry. Yeah,
0: and we were talking about you know just before we got started that you just you don't often envisage that. Maps or Minister and parliamentary services is, you know, as part of the Department of Finance.
1: It, yeah, yeah, it sometimes it feels because we have so much work and we we our clientele is mostly external to the department. Mm. It sometimes feels as if it is its own entity mm. without actually being its own entity. Mm. Mm. So I can I can sometimes uh, look at a process and think we do this so much. Differently to the rest of the department. Yeah. And probably everybody else knows it.
0: Yes, well. yes, yeah. And, I, you know, from an external point of view, I would have thought those sort of roles
1: or tasks,
0: coordination would have been done up at the house. So yeah. it's quite interesting. Yeah. And so, what about the training? You know, when you say with HR, yes. so the training and development of staff on the
1: ground. So there's a lot of focus on e learning at the moment as right. well. Right. So we're trying, or oh, that team is trying to uh, transform. Uh, the mentality of parliamentarians and their staff so that they can use e-learning materials a lot more than they use our advice and support team, which is okay. um, currently mostly used to just provide advice and support. Yeah. And it's more or less a, an arrangement where, say, a parliamentarian or staff has a problem, they would go straight to uh, a director or a high-level employee for, for an answer mm-hmm. rather than, say, going to a help desk Or somebody who might be able to find the knowledge without, like, quick time. Frame. Time frame. Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: Oh, no, really interesting. So do you get to travel or has there been travel associated
1: with this role? Um, There there hasn't been any travel on my part, Mm. but in the past uh, the role has meant that I need to arrange a lot of travel for other people. Yeah, sure. Um, okay. There's the arrangement of hotels and taxis and mm. flights and car bookings and whatnot. Mm. And it's it's all fairly simple. We have a a whole of government process or whole of government system yes. that we use, yeah. which is actually very it's 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 easy. Been, yeah, very easy, and it's been recently rebuilt as well to make it a lot more user friendly, and it's great.
0: That's good. Yeah. Okay, so recently you went on a secondment. I
1: did. I heard. Yes. So, to sort of put a timestamp on this podcast, Services Australia seconded me over to um, help uh, respond to the COVID 19 crisis. And the role involved uh, processing and assessing job seeker claims um, um, for Australian citizens and those that were struggling in need, mm-hmm. um, those with low income. Those who were uh, sole traders and business owners, those who had investments, real estate, that sort of thing, mm. and it was quite an experience, quite a, quite a
0: yeah. hard
1: and adaptive experience. Well, yeah. Just
0: tell us, did you have to put your hand up for that, or did someone
1: sort of tap you on the shoulder? So I got tapped on the shoulder. Yeah. And, um, why do you think you got tapped on the shoulder? Oh, I think because I do so it's such good work. Yeah, of, <laughs> <laughs> of you do. Yeah, okay. Um, but I got, I got tapped on the shoulder mostly mostly because they knew that I could sort of be adaptive and, yeah. and work in a sort of a quick-paced environment and, yes. and think of my feet. Hit the ground running, get to work. Yeah, and that's that's what we really had to do, to be honest.
0: Yeah um, was it Was there a time frame around it? Was it like mm-hmm. you'll be on succumbant for six weeks? It was quite undefined. Weeks. It was, was undefined. It was right. very
1: undefined because mm-hmm. there were so many job seeker claims that went through. Mm-hmm. Um, it was quite a big. National effort to mm. get people on board in services Australia. Mm. Um, so I think they ended up recruiting somewhere around five thousand people. Wow. But I could be, I could be completely wrong, completely yeah, other, yeah, yeah, completely other board type of it. Big, Yeah, yeah. It was, it was quite a large number of people, and uh, when people were in there, it seemed that it a lot of it was job seeker claims and nothing else, mm. and like everyone had to do the training for, I think the training was about three days. Right. And then after that it was get to work, do it. (laughs) Yeah, get in there and start
0: processing the claims. Yeah. fantastic. And what can we say to our audience or followers that, you know, some EAs don't necessarily consider a secondment something that they, you know, might learn something from or they might think, well, that's taking my time out of my everyday life and sometimes we're a bit better down as EAs into our role. So what was it that you thought maybe, well, yeah, look, I've got my team can sort themselves out for a duration of time and I might pick up some new knowledge, skills, you know. What
1: did you think at first you might learn from this this time? Well, I think the, the, the sort of mentality that I had going for me at the time or now even, and this is probably me not being in EA for the majority of my career, mm. I've always had the mentality that I should take every opportunity. Mm. Not to say that I should take off every opportunity and then just squander them, yes. but I should take every opportunity and, and mm. try my best at them and mm. see where it leads. And if it leads somewhere that furthers my career, then all in all that's beneficial for me.
0: Yeah. And there's nothing. It's nice. It's nice to think, you know, when you start out without getting too bedded down yeah. um, because then we feel obliged to look after our managers and feel somewhat guilty, I guess, you know, for leaving. So it's it's quite good that you you know, you could
1: kind of go, Okay, look, these guys are gonna be well managed. I can I can get on with what I need to and, and I had I had all the confidence in my ASs and, and in my team mm. only because I knew that they would do the same thing. I knew yeah. that they would get in and get down and yeah. get into the work. Yeah. Even through the university of me leaving and yeah. working from home where network might be like, being able to actually get on and work might be an obstacle, mm. but I knew that they would still be able to
0: work without me. Yeah, yeah, that's great. It's really great. Yeah. And so the secondment took you over to the Department
1: of Social Services, so you were physically relocated yes. for the duration. Yeah, we were located, located out in Greenway. In Greenway. I think it's uh, a merging of Department of Social Services and Department of Human Services to make up Services Australia.
0: Right, okay, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. I'm not sure if it's DSS and DHS merging completely together. I think it's like a facet of each.
0: Yes, Um, right, yeah. But,
1: yeah, so they had us located out in Greenway which I live in Northside, which is a bit of a... Well, yeah, you yeah. had extra driving. had an extra drive.
0: Wow, <laughs> that is dedication. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I, I, I sort of, I could feel how different the energy was over there as well. Like there was a lot of, obviously a lot of different faces. Yes. Um, but we were all so cautious over there. Because okay. we knew the crisis was happening.
0: Yes, that's um, interesting to talk about, yeah. And, and
1: we knew that, like, we had to be careful. Yeah. But at the same time... We're there to make friends. We're there to collaborate. We're there to work. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I bet. You know, it's a really good experience. And the the thing is is that I don't know that we'd meet too many people that were, you know, up the front line doing this work. So yeah. it's fantastic that you had that opportunity. You know, we talked briefly about you processing the claims and, and the amount that I suppose the, the team that Everything was the seconded team. got yeah. through, you know, and, and that's just a testament to quick working. Do you think that... At the end of the day, like there'll be another opportunity that you would take if it was offered to you again. Not maybe not with this COVID nineteen crisis, but with a with another department or
1: or well, yeah. Again, like I'm always on, on the mentality that I should mm. take every opportunity that comes my way. I think there's a lot of benefit in just taking small opportunities as well. Mm. So even if even if there was something on the table for like a small three months transfer somewhere completely new to me mm. and um, like a completely mm. new career adventure mm. that would definitely be something that i would have to consider because yeah. it's it's new it's it, it's fresh yeah but at the same time like i'm i am happy where i am yeah but you've always got to have that yeah you, you're always going to be in that job yeah until you take a new permanent job yeah so if you're just in a job temporarily, that's not going to affect your permanent job. No. You want to go for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I love it. I love that you're so
0: enthusiastic about opportunity. That's what you need to be. Was there any extra, just out of interest, any extra money involved or did you get, was there any promotion or any extra benefit? <laughs> <Yeah. in? laughs>
1: there wasn't There wasn't any extra money, monetary benefits, yeah. but I guess sort of the main takeaway from that question would be I could add it to my resume. I can, yeah. I can add it as a capability that I was able to yeah. adapt to that new working environment, hit the ground running, yeah. uh, get started on work, and with very sort of minimal and mm. optimistic levels of training, yes, <laughs> still, yeah. still be able to perform at an extremely mm. high level. Mm. Um, so, and having to get on board to a, a database and enter all that. Yeah, exactly. all the brain. Yeah. 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 yeah very and it, it, it's a testament to how... DSS and, mm. and DHS and Services Australia were able to do it. They mm. recruited 5,000, Paul mm. 5,000 people into mm. their department in a matter of a week. And yeah,
0: <laughs> amazing. Was there was any uh, state governments involved? Like, was there any other state officers involved or this was all done? This was all around Australia. This was all around Australia, right. Yes. Okay.
1: Um, so mm. um, I had a lot of contact with officers from all around the country, mm-hmm. not just from a, like, this is how you do it point of view, but Mm. more or less just of getting advice and a social interaction point of view. Mm. So they had a a bit of a social platform, almost like Facebook set up called Yammer. Um, I don't know if you've heard of that before. Yes. Um, Yeah. Mm. They used Yammer to uh, sort of informally chat about whatever. Mm. You could have a community that talks about games, that talks about wrestling, talks about music Mm. or books or pets or whatever you want. Mm. Uh, And I was... I'm a, I'm a muser, so I focused on music. Yeah, um, and I also love wrestling, so I did I uh, wrestle. Uh, That's right. I did yeah. the wrestling community as well, but it, it was a it was a platform for people to informally chat and talk about things.
0: Yeah, um, right.
1: and you know just be themselves. So you got to connect with other... got to connect with a lot of other people all around the country. Through well. Yammer. Through Yammer yeah. and through working as well normally. Mm. Um, and in Yammer there was like a advice page on COVID-19 and the changes and that sort of thing. Okay, that someone was updating yeah. regularly. Yeah, a lot like a, a lot of people were contributing to as well. Okay, yeah. okay. And so if someone wanted advice, they could write in that Yammer, Yammer community and then get an answer from one of the SMEs that, that are part of that community. Oh,
0: wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. So now you don't use Yammer in your role today, do no. you? No, is no, it no. something that you would, like, be interested in implementing in the department or do you think it's useful what? for something in your division? Uh, Finance has actually developed a similar similar tool. It's called um, GovTeams. GovTeams. GovTeams, right, which is under the Teams,
1: is it under Microsoft Office yes. Teams platform? Yes.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. and so we use, yeah.
1: we use that to not make it, like informal or anything like that, but we we'll use it to connect while we're all working from home. And that yes. was sort of accelerated during the COVID-19 crisis. Yeah. So when we all started working from home, the capacity and gov teams grew and, yeah. and the ability for gov teams to be able to do different things grew as well. So... Everyone holds branch meetings over GovTeams now and big mm. stand-ups and that sort of thing. You mm. can call individuals, you can message people. Mm. It's almost like its own platform, its yeah. own systematic platform. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we use Teams as well, and we've noticed some conversations I've had with Department of Home Affairs, they're using GovTeams yes. as well, yeah. So, which was all implemented as part of COVID-19 working remotely. Yeah. And just getting on that, uh, Harry, what, what did you find the significant, I suppose, Changes you needed to make in working remote. What what was what some of your work, bug bears? Working from home. Yeah, working remote. Yeah, working um, from home. I when
1: think it all started out. The only thing that I needed to make sure that I did was exercise. Oh, oh right,
0: yeah, because I found myself <laughs> sitting there all day. I found myself work.
1: sitting at my desk all day, just yeah. like trudging away at work. Obviously, yeah. I'm, I'm big on just getting things done. Yeah. So obviously, I would just sit at work all day and, <sighs> and not possibly move. buy something for lunch and not move.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> been hearing this
1: has been going on <laughs> quite a bit, actually, across the board of VAs, yeah. Um, and so the, the, the main thing that I needed to do was exercise. So yeah. as soon as I could, I, I picked up an, an application called c 25 k which is like couch to 5K oh, running.
0: Oh, right. Um, yeah.
1: And that was sort of a big booster for me.
0: Yeah.
1: C- couch to 5K. Couch to 5K. What is that? Yeah. Couch transitioning to a 5K run. Oh,
0: right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: So it's sort of smart in the title, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I started running using that app, and uh, it seemed to motivate me quite a bit. And then the shift over to, to Services Australia meant that that had stopped again. Right. Um, but luckily, I was able to make some buddies in, in Services Australia, yeah. and I formed a... I made one friend who loves running as well. Yeah. And so we run together on a, a regular basis now.
0: Harry, yeah. that is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> God, you're good. Oh, that's incredible. I have to look at that app. Yeah. Did you find it? Like, what, are the, what does it do?
1: Teach you to do it in stages? Yeah. So you know it's like? it's like an interval thing where um you start with a, a I think a ninety second walk and then run for run for. Th- 60 seconds, walk for 90 seconds, run for 60 seconds. So it teaches you to get into running. Yeah, it gives you uh, a bit more like resilience and uh, resilience in your lungs and resilience in your heart and that sort of thing. Yeah. And it just sort of helps you build up the duration that you can run. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: Where are you at now?
1: Uh, So I'm because I'm running a lot, lot more, I find myself looking at doing about a minute, and a half to two minutes of running, two, uh, and then maybe about twenty to thirty seconds of walking, and then running again. Yep. Yeah. Oh. That's not using tracking in the app, just because I've I've gone off it. Considering I'm running with a, a friend now who's good at running. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so you've got that. Sort so I've got that sort of motivation. Yeah.
0: That's a really but, good um, tech
1: thing to talk yeah, about. Yeah. Definitely. I like that. Um. But it was yeah. definitely a good program to sort of get me started. Actually, get me off the couch or yeah. get me get me off my computer science. Very
0: smart, very smart develop, developers, I guess. They know that that was the time to yeah, get the that science out. Whatnot, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay, so look, just thinking about, you know, it's been great talking to you, by the way, Harry. It's fabulous. It's been great have talking you, to you too. Yeah, have you got any future plans, you know, in this career and any future ideas of what you what you plan on doing the next six months, two years?
1: Anything oh, like that? I've, I've, if I had to sort of come up with a plan a a little bit on the spot. I don't really have any sort of timeframes in mind, but I've always wanted to work overseas. Right, Um, yeah. And I've thought about, uh, like, doing some big travel, taking two months off and going on a holiday or something like that. Mm -hmm. But if I got the opportunity to work overseas and experience a completely different culture, not just professionally but also internationally, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it would just be a real eye-opener for me Mm -hmm. and... Mm. Yeah, it'd be really good. Yeah, what um, a lovely thing to, 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 I suppose, work towards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've been looking at some different organisations that I could go to, like Austrade and yeah. um, DFAT and yeah. that sort of thing, yeah. um, to try and get that sort of thing started.
0: Yes, um, yeah.
1: But I, I wouldn't be too, like, fussed about going out into the private sector as well because yeah. that sort mm. of will open my skill set a lot yeah. more as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, there's plenty of international private sector companies out there that yeah. have individuals from Australia working offshore, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's really good. To yeah. know. So you're not sold by the public sector and you're happy to kind of venture into either or, and but you've got your end goal. Of eventually yes. it would be nice to be able to get there.
1: Yeah, eventually. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it might not necessarily be like in the next couple of years yeah. or anything like that, but yeah. it, it's within my scope to sort of be uh, in another country mm. maybe around 25 26 yeah okay. um, but mm. yeah again that's like
0: down, down the track, track down yeah the track. <laughs> but hopefully you've got a goal and you've you, you know it's something that may change between now and then but it's really nice that you've got something to look forward to a bit of the light at the end of the tunnel as they yeah as they say oh that's fabulous well Harry thank you so much we probably should wrap it up here yeah, I could talk to you all night but we have uh, families to go to and dinner to cook. So thank you so much for your time, Harry. I'm sure, you know, if any followers out there want to connect with Harry or talk to him about his secondment or any part of his career to date, he's only 21, very bright, drop us a line and we'll get in touch.
1: You can absolutely find me on social media as well.
0: Yeah, he's out there. Okay. Thanks, Harry.
1: Thanks, Ashley.